0: Welcome to episode 7 of the On a Family Basis podcast. My name is Jake. I'm Dan. I'm Dallas. And I'm Dan. And we are four cousins taking a lap around the bases, talking about baseball having splats. So as we always do for the beginning of our episodes, we talk about what we have been watching this past week. So Dan... What have you been watching this past week in sports, also just in TV?
1: Besides your cholesterol, what have you been watching? (laughs)
2: Uh, I can honestly say I did not watch the Super Bowl. So I didn't watch. I didn't watch anything really in sports this week. I'm gonna be honest. I. I did. not. I dropped the ball all on sports. I think I watched maybe ten minutes of gameplay, but hmm. I did watch the halftime show. Wow. Uh, I recorded. I recorded my kids dancing to Such a uh, music that I grew up, you know, with, which was quite enjoyable. But that's about it. I didn't watch anything really in sports, or let alone TV.
0: Hmm. Yeah. No curling. No, no curling.
2: I don't, wow. I, don't I, really, I really don't get into the Olympics. I'll be honest. That's, I really don't get into it. At all.
3: That, it's Dan, there's yeah. the Olympics and then there's curling. All right.
2: Oh my gosh. There's
3: a league above the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> That's true athleticism.
2: Like, you want to talk about bobsled? We talk about bobsled. <laughs>
0: okay. I, as, what do you I, know I, about I see, bobsled? How many the people are into bobsled?
2: bobsled <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've, uh, I've actually watched both this week, so nice. apparently that's my thing. But I just want you to go. What have you been watching? I did actually watch. The, I watched most of the Super Bowl. And, uh, and I watched
3: Bo, uh, Boba Fett. I'm keeping up with that because my guy, Baby Yoda. No, Spoiler, bro.
1: I'm yeah. only four episodes
2: in. That is me.
3: I watch all Star Wars for Baby Yoda just in case you get a sighting. That's what I mean. Just mm. in case he's sure. If they put a movie out into theaters, I will go see it in hopes that Baby Yoda's there and then riot if he's not. I'm going to need you to that. Told during he did that and Prejudice.
1: The where there was no chance Baby Yoda was going to be in that movie. He didn't care. <laughs> he still did it.
3: <laughs> went to Rogue One. No Baby Yoda. What, what is this?
1: He went to the Titanic. No Baby Yoda.
3: No Baby Yoda. He would have saved uh. the ship, though.
1: He probably, probably could have. Um, I obviously watched the Super Bowl because I'm not a crazy person. Um, it was cool. a great game. It was a lot of fun.
2: I did other things. I just
1: didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You had your time to talk, all right? My eat, the My food. eat the cat poop. Eat the cat poop. I will not eat cat poop. No, I, uh, obviously I watched the Super Bowl. It was uh, a really good game. It was a lot of fun. Like Dan said, the halftime show was fantastic. Um, I do want to know how long they kept 50 Cent hanging upside down for because that, that was pretty man. cool.
2: Someone yeah. said you how long see, did they keep 50 the Cent
1: hanging upside down and he goes two quarters.
2: That's a great joke. That's a great you joke. See, you can see the, the video. video. It is literally like <clears throat> a mere seconds before Dre and Snoop point down. To when he actually gets into position. Yeah. It's oh. literally like, it it's literally like, like uh. three seconds. He like <laughs> walks across the stage, hooks his grip, pulls himself up, hooks his legs up, and is like hanging for maybe three to four seconds before Dre and Snoop do their transition. He would have into- had, if it were anything. <laughs> He just
1: looks past that. He's up there for three minutes. He just, <laughs> can you imagine the camera cuts to him and got- he's just he's just knocked
3: out. <laughs> yeah. All the blood rush to his head.
0: Dude, Twitter and
3: Instagram were bashing 50 Cent, dude. They were like, man, it's not 50 Cent anymore. This man is a whole dollar. Like, this, this poor you
1: know, <laughs> like, Okay, if I was as rich as him, I'm already fatter than he is, and I have about <laughs> 0.01% of his money, so I don't blame him for
2: just living and living life him.
1: like a rich guy should. Yeah, right, right. It's incredible.
2: And, hey, you know what? Uh, he's an actor. Maybe he's preparing for a role. Maybe that's yes. what it is. You know? Yeah. Curtis, <laughs> no, I, right, I did but... like the Super
1: Bowl, it was a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, I watched that. I've been watching NBA, the Bulls have been killing it. DeMar DeRozan, best player in the world, apparently. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, yeah not, much, not much, not much. Just been moving, packing, and, and getting the house organized.
3: You should have been here last week to, to defend your boys, the Bulls. <laughs> they got a little poop on them in Nashville, no, from us from the
0: podcast oh shade <laughs> was like, shade was yeah crazy. oh yeah calm
1: down all right because i'm back now
0: all right so i uh as i already talked about i have been so i wake up pretty early with my uh, daughter and i've been watching olympics i've seen a lot a lot of curling oh. it was, it was amazing after bashing it last week, it was all on this morning. The mornings are all curling. It's, it's a believer
1: now. It's a believer.
0: So I. So actually. Allie, my wife, my wife caught me watching curling in the afternoon, and, and I was like getting into it. Yes. So I definitely
2: thought that was going to go somewhere else when you said my wife caught me watching. Caught me I- watching. <laughs>
0: no, that's no, that's no. <laughs> no no but uh i did watch i did watch a super bowl i watched uh, every again this is the second game this year i watched i watched every play and it was actually i mean for how low scoring it was you know in fairness it was actually pretty exciting i mean coming down to the last 2 minutes having a touchdown winning drive it was it was pretty exciting. So um so watch that, but in all reality, I'm just again as we have talked about, I'm just waiting for baseball. So I'm just gonna have to fill my time with you know curling apparently. Hey, <laughs> so it's a gateway. Yeah. Curling's
1: the gateway to, to baseball. Those two things are almost hey,
0: identical. Hey, I, I also watched uh, figure skating today. Okay, so give oh, me hey,
1: a- did you watch that Russian girl? Apparently she's yes, like banned,
0: but she's uh, also crushing it. I also uh, yes, don't get I how did.
1: steroids make you a better figure skater. No,
0: she she got she tested positive okay. for like a a heart medication that also oh, so maybe like, like
1: blood uh, flow or something. I
0: don't know. Yeah, it's supposed it's to helping. help. You, it's yeah. supposed to help like restrict blood flow, so it helps you like uh like not fatigue. I think. Mm. So all the blood just easy. go to her
1: feet. So when she's spinning around, it just makes yes. Makes
2: it's the concept of doping. It's like what Lance Armstrong was do, doing back then. When he just take have his blood taken out and like put back in him, like cleaner. That's what he was doing. Was something like
3: erythropoietin? So like his body would make more red blood cells. I thought. I thought he was of...
1: drinking okay. giraffe blood.
2: Oh, uh, so, yeah, giraffe blood. So we, we have, have no idea. <laughs> we are <laughs> all I'm literally. Not well, a single idea. Uh,
0: we have no idea, so let's move on made up to. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So uh, let's move on to the definitely accused
2: of doping. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. No. He admitted. Um, well, let's uh, move on to the third three piece of news. I saw that I think weren't some conversation some conversation. So as we go along. Let's just talk about these three. So, this week the first story is the Major League Baseball lawyers in court argued that spring train that minor leaguers should continue to not be paid during spring training. So it says in in the article A lawyer for Major League Baseball said in federal court on Friday that minor league baseball players should not be paid during spring training. And also said, there's a quote and says, it is the players that obtain the greater benefit from the training opportunities that are afforded by the clubs. So, Dell, I want your quick reaction. Yeah,
3: I read that and I... It said something about yeah, not them not being employees. Like it's that's it's just full of hogwash. Yeah, like it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's um. Let's see. Wow.
0: But let yeah. me ask you the let me ask you the question: Are are minor league baseball players employees or are they uh, trainees? <laughs>
3: They're 100% that, employees. People, people are coming to see them play.
0: Like that's like going into
3: medieval times and being like, "Are these guys trainees?" It's like, bro, oh, no. Like they're they're
1: they're real they're, knights.
3: They're horseback riding, right? <laughs> like this is the yeah. real deal. They you sat know, at that, the round table. <laughs> you're going. I mean, you got to figure they're making under a thousand dollars a year, and they're not getting paid when they're not playing. And like you the least you can do is comp their housing, which they haven't been doing, so like it, it, they're just finding every way to stick it to these people, um yeah, Benny sent me some it's uh low low like single a players make yeah so
1: balls. low a balls, yeah, yeah, low a and balls, they get twelve grand a year
3: it's not it's not a yeah. huge disparity between triple a and single a so I mean they're they're still making dirt, so you've got sixteen thousand eight hundred dollars a year, yeah. For yeah. AAA players, like it's it's insane. Yeah. So it, it costs them two point five million to pay out the full minor league system.
1: The entire minor yeah. leagues can yeah. be paid for three million dollars. How many guys in the major leagues right now are on know, both of our teams, Cubs and Sox, that are not good enough to be getting paid three million dollars when you could pay like ninety people? That same amount of money and still keep your minor leagues
0: intact. Uh, oh, I mean it. It's way more than crazy ninety, but yeah. Sure. It's yeah, yeah, I was just ballparking
1: uh, it, but you know what I mean. Like that's yeah. just, It's just yeah. insane to me.
0: No, that's so yes.
3: It, it's absurd the fact that they're they're paying them. What was that? Oh, like about a hundred dollars a week. I think that's what we were talking about a couple. Uh, weeks ago.
0: low A Soviet ranges. Uh, low A makes about four hundred to minimum, and AAA is like seven hundred a week.
2: A week. Okay, it's, it's just it's just crazy. Um, it's more disgusting the fact that these guys get paid so little that for their profession and their job that consumes so much more of their time that they still don't even have a chance to possibly have a. A regular job on top of right. It. Right. Like how are you
3: expected to be like, like working at state farm and then being like, hey, actually <laughs> I gotta I gotta go to practice. Sorry.
1: Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you I got the first be... pitches at three o'clock. I got to shit, right. guys.
0: Right. So it's yeah. just... there was actually a story that came out this week from the athletic. It detailed twenty players what they do during the off season. And some of the players were detailing their jobs. They have they have to try to make sure their jobs are physical, so they can get workouts at their job. Yeah. So that I mean, it just tells a story. And again, that's just the first the first story. What we'll do is we'll put a link in our bio in our show notes. So you guys can read up on that story, and uh, you can get pretty fired up, like, like all of us do, about minor <laughs> leaguers not getting paid anything. So that's the first story. The second story is the unfortunate passing of major league outfielder and veteran now not playing. Uh, major league baseball player Jeremy Giambi this past week died. And his death was, after a couple days, his death was ruled a suicide. And uh, it's very unfortunate, he was only 47 years old. He played, on, I believe it was six different Major League Baseball teams. And spent the majority of that time with the Oakland A's. So what I would like to do is, Dan, I uh, want you to start us off. What is a memory you have of Jeremy Jambi as a player?
2: Hell, as a player? <laughs> <laughs> now um, all,
1: all due respect
2: to Jeremy Jambi <laughs> Right. I don't know that I have a memory of him as a player. Uh, I mean – he was he was, a, he was. a part of that A's team that went on that ridiculous 20-game yeah. win streak. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Moneyball.
1: Money yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah, the movie Moneyball money was made about the team years later. Um, he was eventually traded that year. Um, he, I don't know. I mean, it's so, unfortunate, his passing. Obviously, any loss of life is uh, tragic, especially one that when someone feels they, uh, their only option is to remove themselves. Uh, it makes it even worse. But uh, yeah. You know, um, uh, well, yeah, you know, I don't know.
0: Well, you know, no, no, good, Ben. You're wearing an Ace hat. Why don't I you am. say something?
1: in honor of my boy? So it's, it's messed up, not messed up, but it's kind of funny. The thing I remember about Jeremy Giambi the most, and it, all of us remember this play, but you probably don't remember the thing. So it's in Coliseum, down the right field line, Jeter, Jeter comes play. up, grabs that throw, throws it to home. Jeremy Giambi clearly safe, and in the rules, and in modern baseball, instant no, replay, he's safe by a 1,000 feet, but he gets called out at home. And was it
2: Giambi who scored? Yeah,
1: Giambi. No, he he got tagged out. He was out. Oh, was I, okay. Out yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, he
2: was sick. Then it was, then it was uh, John Jaha who hit, hit, hit the ball. I thought it was Jaha who was coming home. Coming home. Mm-hmm.
1: No, uh, it was Jeremy Gianni
2: coming home. Okay, so that's I, I for, that's so like, that like that the only be, thing I remember him
1: as a player that outside would be of like. like, like
2: yeah. Literally the only thing I remember game. him as a player. Like the most mind the most memorable play or anything about him being a player is the same thing that I, I thought he was a batter. Who hit the ball and it was Jaha who got tagged out at home?
0: No, no, no. no. It was oh,
2: yeah, uh, Jerry Gagne is clearly safe at home plate. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> you, can, you can argue whatever you want. There's absolutely no way he was tagged by Posada.
1: And I'm a I'm a big Jeter guy, so I'm you know I obviously just defend Jeter forever, but I, I can admit that you know he was he was safe. On that
0: Hell of a play? <laughs> let's let's uh let's move from a controversial play. In the Derek Jeter toss the shuffle pass to a cut from a controversial play call to a controversial player. Now, this news story came out last Tuesday. The news story is no criminal charges will be filed against starting pitcher Trevor Bauer. Now, this story is it has a lot of details that need a lot more explanation but what I want to do is just read a uh, a little bit about from this LA Times news story. Uh, it says pretty much that, that after five months of, of a review from police the allegations of sexual assault uh, he will not face criminal charges and in that he last pitched for the Dodgers on June 28th. Now, Ben, as I texted you this story earlier in the week, you had a very strong reaction. But what I want you to do is, you know, talk about that. But also t- tell me when, when or will we see Trevor Bauer pitch for the Dodgers again?
1: So, yeah, my, my first reaction, I mean, I think we talked about it on this podcast. It could have been just in conversation, but I, I base people on if I want to hang out with them. Like, do I like Trevor Bauer? No, because I, I, he doesn't seem like a person I would want to grab a drink with and hang out with, right? Um, so I maybe that's maybe you know I'm coming from a biased position, but I just don't like him. So I don't think that. Okay, so the big thing is like when MLB is going to let him pitch again, right? because MLB's investigation is still ongoing. Can MLB even be investigating right now with the lockout going on?
0: There is no investigation and nothing will be announced, but I mean okay, so, it's ongoing.
1: So let's just say spring training gets pushed back, season gets pushed back. He's been working out, right? So I mean I would assume he's been he's had like I don't know, eight months to, to work out by himself and keep himself in shape. So I would imagine uh, he would probably pitch again this year. And I do think it'll be for the Dodgers. Um, I think the big bugaboo, the big hangup was going to be the criminal charges because you can't have a guy on your roster on your team that faces criminal charges. But the fact that he was ex- exonerated from the criminal charges would make you assume that the Dodgers aren't dumb. They're going to bring him back because he is a viable pitcher and he's Pretty decent for all things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, the Dodgers are gonna are gonna take him back, especially if they're losing Kershaw and they're, and they're you know trying to retool and get back to this. Uh, I was gonna say Bowl, get back to the World Series. Yeah, exactly. So they're gonna have to make they're gonna have to bring him back just for talent wise, just because they need bodies, they need pitchers. But I personally wouldn't bring him back on my team now. And if I was if I was a Dodgers fan, I wouldn't want him to come back either. But again, that's just me not liking Trevor Bauer the man, but realizing that you need Trevor Bauer the pitcher.
0: Yeah. So the loser. the interesting part is that Trevor Bauer has been controversial for a lot of different reasons. Um, what the kind of I would say the first thing he was controversial for was in 2017. He he very infamous on Twitter got into a twitter fight with a bunch of fans about uh politics and then he also has been very vocal vocal about uh cheating when it comes to pitching using substances and whatnot but then he also admitted that he's used it in the in the past so yeah people have a lot of opinions on him the other thing you can't forget
1: Sorry, sorry. Back in 2016, though, when Cubs and Indians were playing in the – they were Indians at the time, but they were playing in the World Series. Remember, he cut his hand messing with the drone, remember? And that cost them probably a game because he would have been pitching later in that series. And instead, the the, the Indians had to shuffle around their lineup, shuffle around their pitching staff because this dork is out here flying uh, a drone. Like, flying drones are fine, but maybe don't cost your team – in the world series by flying a drone just just wait like another two weeks until the series is over then you can fly all the drones you want bro you know drone it up
0: yeah that's uh that's that's a fair take i'll say that so um and again we'll put the new the new story it's a great read as i was reading it i think uh anyone who's interested in in this topic of trevor Bauer and legal ram ramifications of pitching and all this kind of stuff um i'll put it in the show notes and in the bio if you're watching on youtube so let's move on to our first base topic which is the continued lockout now hmm. usually we've made it a new story because there's not much news. But in the past week, there's been two things that have happened when it comes to lockout. One thing is, last Thursday, Commissioner Rob Manfred gave a press, talk, press conference. And then on Saturday morning, there was a meeting between the MLB and MLBPA. Now, I'm going to first ask this question to kind of gauge what you guys have on this. Did anybody watch a press either live or replay from Thursday?
1: Uh, I was at work. I had every intention of watching it. I wish I could have, um, but no, I didn't. I didn't get to. I just kind of caught the cliff notes of everything that happened on Twitter uh, yeah. from like the DH being finalized, like that's happening, the H and the NL, and that sort of stuff. Um, so I kind of caught like the cliff notes version, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't
2: actually have to watch it. Yeah, same. I just, I tried to re- recap what I could get, um, as best I could, but I was not able to watch live. Would have been nice to actually hear, uh, you know, just because you do miss a lot when it comes to trying to recap stuff later. Um, yeah. but no, I didn't get a chance to.
0: So I I actually was in the middle of homeschool and homeschool my daughter and I tuned our tuned in to and I saw the end and then I re-watched it at, uh again right after and then I've watched it a couple times just so I can make sure I'm not like biased on my first watch. So some of the quotes that came out was uh were pretty I'll, what I'll do is I'll put them on our Instagram page. And again, uh, if you want to visit there anytime. Um, what I'll do is I'll put up some of the tweets, uh, just quotes of his. And what I'll say is uh, there was a lot of pushback on a lot of topics that he said. And the one thing he made a point to say over and over again, which was intended for the meeting on, on Saturday, was that he said, he kept saying, all it takes is one move and we can make a deal. And I was was watching on my phone and I just said, they make a move, can we just make a move? (laughs) So anyway, so that was the press press conference. And uh, then on Saturday, obviously who depending on who you watch and who you read the proposal came out in two different ways one one take the the one that's in favor of the league was talking about how they made quote unquote movement towards <laughs> the players and then on the player friendly side they were the players that were there were quote unimpressed now I think Ben talked about this uh, earlier, talking about when baseball is going to start. When is baseball going to start? Is baseball going to start? Because what's your first thought? I think they're out of shortened
3: spring training. Yes.
1: At the very least, yeah.
3: Yeah. See, pitchers, catchers scheduled to start February 17th. I think it's safe to say that's not happening. <laughs> that's, well, they uh, could get there wow. in two
2: days. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. if they start if they leave right now.
3: <laughs> well, uh, their their games are scheduled to start the twenty sixth. So uh, I just yeah, I don't even I don't see that happening unless they plan on meeting every other day or every day. From this point. For
1: 12 hours on end
3: to get this thing hammered out. Right. This is, yeah, I don't understand the holdup. I don't understand the the dragging of the feet. I think they're just uh, waiting for the other person to balk per se.
2: Hey, it's a baseball. baseball.
1: baseball. Hey. That's why we pay
2: him the big butts. Big butts.
1: And the big butts. The big butts
2: and the big butts. Big 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 butts. Late May or late April, early May at best.
1: Dan saying mm. late May, or, wait, that's.
2: So you I said late,
1: late April, early May. Early May. Yeah. You think no, that's you, you said late May, early April, and I'm like, you're going, no. you're flipping the world around, going, going. In like, it's
2: not, it's <laughs> not, it's not accurate.
1: No, I, I think, I think Dan's right though. I think uh, early May. If, if at, at the most optimistic, I am right now, I would say middle of April, but probably closer to the beginning of uh, May would be my like guess. Because they would need to have some sort of spring training, right? You, you can't just like, all right, uh, games are starting next week, regular season, let's yeah. go. You know what I mean? So you have to have a couple weeks of spring training, so they're going to do that. Let's hope the end of March, beginning of April, you get that knocked out, bam, season starts middle of April, end of April.
0: Yeah, the sheer, the sheer logistics of it have been talked about. So Rob Manfred in his press conference, and then the union has also backed this up. When it comes to how long of a spring training they will need. So, in, in the shortened COVID season of 2020, they only had a two-week spring training. Now, injuries were up sky high in that year Now because of the shortened spring training. So, they said they need at least 28 days to train. But ho- they need 28 28- days. They need 28 days for pitchers and in possession players to all have the proper warm up. So they need that. They also need. There also needs to be two or three days in between they are agreeing and ratifying of a deal, and then they need two or three days to actually, as been talked about earlier, to ship all their players or travel to their places. So you're looking at a month five weeks, so if they get the deal done, like they said they they need to have the deal done and ratified by March 3rd to start on time. That's not going to happen.
2: No. Even if they do on March 3rd, they're not starting on time.
1: You're thinking something else else would come up, or do you just think that... Like Jake said, they're, they're shooting for a month of Space. So if they can get the deal done by March third, we can get the season started by April first. At that point, you subtract two days off. I mean, that's April first. That's just, that would be the start of the season, anyways, right?
2: Yes, and that's barring anything unforeseeable to occur. Yeah, that's now, saying, That's what I was asking. Yeah. I'm saying there's no there's no chance. Even even if they signed tomorrow, the season doesn't start April first. I'm sorry. Yeah. Take that. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: there's a lot to be figured out. And and you know what? I did hear this on a different podcast, is that I want to be very clear about this. If you've listened this far, you're probably a baseball fan. Probably. But I will say this. If you're not a baseball fan, the only reason you probably know there's a lockout is because you're listening to us I've I've talked to I've talked to people who are not baseball fans, and none of them, zero, zero people, know there's a lockout. So the one thing I will say is that have room, the league and the union have room, so that if they get a deal done, no one will ever know, except yeah. except I, for I everybody. That, that sounds insane, but, like, besides reporters and, and hardcore fans or people who do this and talk about it, the casual fan has cool. no real idea.
2: No, but you got to also remember that tech- right now is, like, a dead time of baseball. I'm mean, wondering like, what your meetings spring training, right now, right? Spring training is not even technically starting yet. Like, it's the dead time of baseball where the other sports have predominantly taken the stage because there is a, such a lull in the sport in itself that, like, most people don't aren't prepared. Their mind isn't prepared to start listening and watching for baseball. So I'm not surprised that most people don't even realize that there is a lockout in effect. Because most don't even care to start watching baseball until April. <laughs>
1: they're they're minds.
3: He's not ready. No,
1: but I, Okay, so we're making fun of Dan, but also at the same time I get exactly what he means. Me right. personally, and I know Dan and I have talked about this before, I go through seasonal uh, sports. So like right now my mindset – like I love baseball and I could talk to you guys about baseball until I'm blue in the face – but it's winter, so it's football and basketball season. Right. right now, football's ended, and so what happens when football ends? Spring training. Spring training's supposed to start. So now, I'm going to start getting in back into baseball mode. But Jake, I had a question for you. Do you think um, that the overall lack of popularity on baseball has any effect on this at all? Like, the fact that that baseball seems to be a quote-unquote dying sport, do you think it's causing any uh, delay in the negotiations or the conversation at all?
0: From the union?
1: Yeah, well, not even from the players, but from, like, the owners and stuff. Because you would think the fact that you're risking losing money, right, by, by people not being there, not playing games, not making concessions, not making money off parking, all of that stuff, that eventually you would want to get to the table and knock out these conversation so i'd like to douse this point i don't understand the foot dragging on the part of the owners like why not just get in there right away and try hammering this out
0: well you do have to understand a little bit that you know to these owners this is their business this is one of their businesses that's a good point this not this not their team this is not their passion most owners so this is a business and if it makes more sense for them to lose a short-term gain of like two months or three months of games but they will earn more money in five or ten years they're going to do that so they don't have any urgency so i think when it's a business and, and fans don't like that. That's I mean that's terrible for the game. Is that when you talk about any sports business? But I think that's just where it's at. Is that there's no urgency yet, but there will co- there will come a time when there is on both sides. But for sure. you know what? I think I think this competition could really go on for I don't know another two or three hours. So let's move on to the second part which actually is Ben's idea. So Ben, let's take it away.
1: So this is what we're going to do. Jake and I were kind of kicking around ideas uh, earlier in this week. I was texting him and I was like, we should do something fun, like a trivia game or, or, or mix it up. Cause you know, I love, I love asking you guys questions, uh, trivia questions, different stuff like that. So I think we should put it up to the people, all of our amazing listeners and viewers, what should be a fun reward for the person who wins the trivia game. Now, this is how it's going to work. So we are, I'm just going to ask you guys, like, uh, five questions or something easy. Whoever gets the most points at the end of the game, that's who leads going in the next week. And we'll play, like, I don't know, three, three, four, three four weeks of it, whatever. Wait. Whoever has yeah. the most points at the end of that gets and, a reward. So we're going to have rolling uh, points? Yeah, we're just going to keep track of whoever has the most points at the end of four weeks. Can I use the internet? You can no. <laughs> have, All right, know. so we're just going to go question one. This is just going to be uh, just a sample, just so you guys get how it is. It's all. It's a multiple yeah. choice. I just want to see a hand raise. Whoever goes up first, that's who gets the first shot at it. All right, question one. Yeah. Against what opposing team did Babe Ruth hit his first career home run? You have the Baltimore Black Sox. Dal, you got to let me read the answers.
2: No, he's done. You got to answer it.
1: <laughs> okay, Dal. <laughs> I'm guessing Baltimore. you don't pick the Baltimore Black Sox. So, yeah, the Baltimore Black Sox, the Boston Red Sox, the Chicago Cubs, or the New York Yankees. Dallas. New York Yankees. Ding, ding, ding. Dallas. Hmm. All right. He was, was, right. was a
3: Red Sox first, wasn't he? You would have yeah. got that point,
2: no. but they were, that it doesn't count.
1: He said, while playing no. the, And then it gives a nice little uh, description. It says, while playing for the Red Sox, Babe Ruth hit oh. his first career home run against the Yankees, May 6, 1915. On, I he was traded out, man. to the Yankees for $125,000. And a washing machine. Yeah.
2: And yeah. a 12-pack of hot dogs.
1: But in fairness, <laughs> it was probably the first washing machine ever made because it was 1915 or whatever. So good for him. Yeah. All right. So this All one right. actually counts. Are you ready? Can I get yes. half? No. no. Shut up. You get a thumbs up. <laughs> Who was the first major league player to ever record a pitch over 100 miles an hour? Roger Clemens? Nolan Ryan? Tom Seaver, Dwight Gooden, Jake, go.
0: Ooh, Nolan, Nolan.
1: Jake's going, Nolan Ryan. Boom. September seventh, nineteen seventy-four, against the Chicago White Sox. He's for the first player to ever throw over hundred miles an hour on an officially clocked pitch. Bang. So I'm gonna keep track here in the in our group Bang. chat. One
2: only to find out
1: ten years later, kicks the crap out of Robin Ventura. He did kick the crap up. The
0: okay, yes, he did.
1: question number two. What Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles manager was ejected from a record 91 games?
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> my dude did not want to coach. So you have <laughs> Mark Hargrave. Got a tee Earl Weaver. Hank Bauer. Paul Richards. Dallas. Hank Bauer. Dallas is Hank Bauer.
2: Incorrect. Bang, Dan, go earlier.
1: Dan, Dan with the point. Dan and Jake. Right. Wow,
0: that was uh, surprising. Oh my, we don't have minus that. points
1: though, right? You no. do, yeah, you do, only you. <laughs> All right, so question number three Who was the first major league player to have his number retired? Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, George Kelly, Charlie Robertson. The great Charlie Robertson.
0: Can you say that again?
1: Yeah. Who was the first major league player to have his number retired? Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, George Kelly, Charlie Robertson. Dan's up.
2: Dan, go for it. That's Lou Gehrig. Gehrig. Oh.
1: I was waiting for the the ding, ding, ding.
2: Hmm. Okay. All
1: right. He was retired retired on July fourth when he made his famous. Uh, yeah. I consider yeah. myself the luckiest man in the face mm. of the earth. All right. Question four. We're making good progress, guys. We're flying through this. Question four. Mm. What player is nicknamed Mister November? David Ortiz, Derek Jeter, Jake. Jeter. Go for it. it is Derek Jeter. Ding ding
0: ding. Correct. I don't Move need forward. choices. Come
1: on. Jake's like, keep your choices. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, we can jack that up. All right. Um, question number five. <laughs> so this is pretty easy. Dad, this one's only for you because I know Jake and Dal- Dan-, Dan are going to get it. What pitcher had no right
2: hand? <laughs> <right>. One handed pitcher.
1: <laughs> Jim Abbott, Guy Hecker, Jim, Jim Colborne, or Stubby yeah. Clap?
2: He got it. He got it.
1: Did he say Jim he Abbott?
2: He did nice. say Jim Abbott.
1: I'm not going to lie. I wish it was Stubby Clap. How awesome is that guy's name?
2: That sounds awesome. Stubby right, Clap. He
3: could
0: Stubby not
1: clap. That was my nickname in high school. Uh, everyone I'm called
0: gonna, me Stubby uh, I'm going to do something offensive. For other reasons. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jake's going one-handed hand raised there. Bing, bang.
2: Yeah, for other reasons.
1: All right. So Dallas with a point. Dallas on the
2: point. Hey.
1: The Brooklyn Dodgers nickname, originally referred to dodging the police. Go for it, Dan.
2: Traffic. The well, let me finish, Dow no, Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Is it not okay, the police
1: trolleys, bullets,
2: or horse poop? Tro- tro- trolleys across the street.
1: Oh, nice. Jake, go for it. What do you
2: got? Trolleys. It's the It's The train. Cra- we all agree on yeah, you know, the same point. They did it the stadium.
1: <laughs> but how cool would it be if they were named the Dodgers because they were just ducking horse crap in the street all over the place? <laughs>
2: Where, where, are they, like, two feet tall? <laughs> yeah. Dude,
1: it was 1892, brother. They, they didn't have, like, buildings and stuff. They were just stuff. Like, the world was just anarchy. Um, so in no less buildings. than three years, the electric trolley in Brooklyn resulted in 130 deaths and 500 people maimed and injured. So they weren't that good at dodging the trolley. I'll just say. Well,
2: I mean, probably, like, 100 of them were because they touched the lab wire.
1: uh, That would suck. Just get out of the way or crosswalk like a normal person.
3: They didn't have crosswalks. Yeah, Ben, The world was anarchy. All
1: right. So this is a tough one. What player was killed by a pitch from New York Yankees pitcher Carl Mays? Hit in the head. Died two days later. Herb score. Ray Chapman. Tony Canigliaro, Butchered that. Or Bryce Florey. Dallas. B. Ray Chapman. Yep. My man. Cleveland Indian shortstop in 1920 got drilled in the head. Oh, I'm sorry. He died uh, 12 hours later. And he is the reason (laughs) that the spitball was banned by Major League Baseball.
2: Did not
0: know that. That's gross. gross.
1: (laughs) Why are you spitting? (laughs) Why are you spitting on the ball? Remember when uh, I got punched in the eye by David Snedden? Because he spit on the yes. football, and I slapped him in the face, and he punched me in the eye. <laughs> did you get punched in the eye, too? I did. We both had black eyes at the same time from him. Oh, I didn't know that. He's just That's holding off punch punching everyone in the eye. Yeah, dude. Mine just like a, guy, it it both You drawing. got me again. You
2: didn't do anything about it. You got Calm him day up. Day. What's he
1: doing? Yeah. What's he doing? Let's go Let's go it. Let's go
2: it. He's a weightlifting coach somewhere. We'll get him on here. He'll punch
1: really hard in the Right What is the name of the fictitious minor league baseball team on the Simpsons? Springfield fish bones, Springfield Isotopes, Springfield Homers, or the Springfield Duffs. Dallas.
3: B isotopes.
1: Nice. Boom, boom, boom. Alright, so that's it. Dallas, you have three now?
3: Wow. Yeah. There we go.
1: Dallas has yes. three. Jake has three. Dan has two.
3: Suck it, Dan. Question
1: 10. That's gonna be the last one of the day. So mm. we'll see. One of Dallas or Jake can take the lead. Maybe Dan can tie it up. Ooh. We did the one trivia, one fake question, Jake, and then nine regular ones.
2: Right, right. What
1: female pitcher once struck out Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig? Jackie Mitchell, Constance Morgan, Kelsey Whitmore, or Mammy Johnson? Jake. Go ahead, Jake. I'll say D. Mammy Johnson?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Someone else want to go? Down. (laughs) Jake <laughs> just like, keep going in the <laughs> until he gets
3: Oh whatever
1: the letter of Constance
2: is. <clears throat> Dan. Con- is it Constance Morgan?
1: No, oh, this one Dallas just asked. <laughs> uh, Alright, A- Jake, go ahead. No, no, you A- no, you you weren't paying attention. Jake.
0: Can-
2: nope. Candace.
1: Jake's going. There is no Candace. Jake's guessing <laughs> people who weren't even on the list. <laughs> Jackie Mitchell. It. I win. Jackie Mitchell or Kelsey Whitmore. One of one Jesse of those
0: two.
2: Jackie Mitchell. Jackie <laughs> Mitchell. Think, she was a seventeen-year-old pitcher. Let's get that. <laughs> no,
3: dude. No, you know, Dan. Absolutely. Dan gets negative <laughs> four for guessing lines. <my>
1: guess. <laughs> so she was a seventeen-year-old playing for the Double A Chattanooga Lookouts.
0: Mm, cool.
1: Interesting. Double A pitcher, female, just king up Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. That's that's dirty. That's,
0: that's pretty
3: agree. good.
0: Good for her. Dude, how All drunk right, guys? was Babe
3: Ruth? All right, that's my question. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, you could
1: probably test him? his blood now, and you would still find. Bruce <laughs> um, so there we go. Everybody's tied up at three after after week one. Dang. This is amazing. Who would have thought? Who would have thought?
0: Not Fantastic. me. Wait, how
1: are you going to give it. Dan that's the it.
3: point for guessing wrong?
1: Oh wait, yeah, I didn't get Dan the point. Yeah, Dan does yeah. not have the point. Get you out of here. Just Dan. you and Jake are tied. <laughs> Dallas and Jake are tied at three. Dan has two. Dang. Bang. Even though Jake gets somebody who's not even on the board doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> That was
0: bad I think mean, that's
1: even worse Jake like whoever Candace is <laughs> Candace wasn't there Well, whatever
0: I'm meeting I think All that right. deserves a creativity point <laughs> Alright, All right, so So we'll move on to our third base Which is uh, going to be A breakdown of the AL East Dan mantra, take it away
2: They're going to be good. The East is probably going to be be the most competitive division going in baseball next year. Last year alone, they had four teams with 91 wins or more. Uh, And They came down to the last couple of weeks where they were just Mm -hmm. literally beating the crap out of each other to make playoff runs. Uh, You're going to have teams are going to need to fill positions. Um in that and I think you're gonna see Toronto make a big push to contend with New York. Uh Tampa's gonna be good. Obviously, Baltimore is gonna be your outlier. Right. I think they went like I think they won 51, 52 games last yes. year. Yeah, 51. Yeah, they uh, really not good. They you know. I mean not when you're not when your fourth place team is 40 games over you. At 91 wins. Uh, So, I think, honestly, I think the AL East is going to be the most competitive division going into next year. Uh, I don't think Boston's going to do as good as they did last year. I think it's going to come down to Tampa, Toronto, and the Yankees. And I think the Yankees will take the division next year. Hmm. Especially if they make some... Uh, Off-season moves to bring in either Freddie Freeman or re-sign Rizzo. Although I hear there's more reports saying Rizzo could go back to the Cubs, which just gives the Yankees more ammunition to bring in Freeman.
0: Uh, They can can also go, uh, which I think if they go, they Matt Olsen route.
1: Dude, he would hit 1,000 home runs there.
2: Yeah. Well, he's an
1: incredibly – well, that's what I'm saying. That's the perfect opportunity. That's the perfect place for him to go. They're Boston, which I don't yeah. know if Boston needs a first baseman, but
2: – No, they have, uh, they have Bobby Dalton. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, Dan, who – who you think the Yankees are taking it? Yeah.
1: What do you think the Kay. win total is going to be? 91
2: 91 seems like a lot. No, ninety-one was the fourth place. The winner took yeah. had hundred wins last year. Who took the AL East? Wow. Uh, so I think it's going to be ninety-eight to a hundred wins again to take the AL East, and I think it's going to be the Yankees. I do. Mm.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, just out of not both. Well,
2: we were talking. We were talking too about uh, free agents two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or however long it was, Last and uh, I know we were saying Trevor Story. I, I think I put going to New York, uh, but I you know what I I forgot they still have, Gleyber Torres, they have Giovanni Oshella, and they have uh, the kid from Lemehu at second.
1: Kid, he's like thirty
2: three years old. No, I know he's, he's old as I am. DJ, but my point, my point is I don't actually know that uh, Trevor Story goes to the Yankees. <clears throat> I don't know if they have a high need for another middle infielder when they're, you know, you have those three playing, those three positions, and you're going to be bringing in hopefully one of two or three top tier first bay basemen.
1: So let me ask you this. who would you rather have? And you're the Yankees, so money isn't an issue. Remember that. Who would you rather have? Gio Urshela, the corpse of Glaber Torres, who is – I don't know what happened to him. He can't field anything, apparently. Or DJ LeMayhew, or would you rather have Trevor Story? Because I'm taking Trevor Story over all three of them and not even thinking about it. I'll I'll figure it out. I'll stick DJ over at third – Urshella come off the bench, give me Glaber at second, Trevor Story at short, and then yeah, you just know. take a bag of baseballs at first base with a glove on it, and you'd be fine. I mean, I think realistically, the Yankee for the Yankees to succeed, Gary Sanchez has to be Gary Sanchez of like three years ago, which I don't think he has that in him. Yeah, their, their rotation is going to have to be better outside of Cole, right? Do you think Jordan Montgomery's going to have another good year? Do you like? like who do you think? Uh, is left on the Yankees staff that's going to be able to carry them win wise. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, I that's just, just my biggest
1: – I mean, they have Stanton and Judge who play a total of 60 games a year between the two of them. Like, I just don't think the Yankees are going to continue to be able to keep being the Yankees unless they start doing what Yankees do, and
2: that's just spending money over everybody And they're else. going to. They're going and to. And just the buy Yankees the talent. Yankees well, yeah. Have, and,
1: I mean, if that's what you're going to do, they, then that's what you're going, have, going to do.
2: and that's. I know Corey Kluber is not – old Corey Kluber on the Yankees or on the Indians. Uh you still have Jonathan the You still have uh Severino. You still have Jordan Montgomery. Uh you still have arms and their free agency hasn't technically really even ha- happened yet. There are still guys that they can bring in to bolster that lineup. You have a very good bullpen. You still have one of the best closers in baseball in Chapman. Uh, And I agree with you. Bringing in Trevor Story, making position moves, is the right thing to do. Now, do you have the personnel that are going to be cool with it? Because you have guys guys that are under contract. and You can't just be like, oh, okay, cool, we're just going to trade you. Like, Gio, you don't want to move and DH and Platoon at third with Glaber or LeMahieu? Fine, we'll trade you. Like, these guys, it doesn't work that way anymore.
1: No, I mean, I get it. I just think it's so hard to pick a team against the Rays. Like, in the Rays – go ahead, Jake.
0: Go ahead. No, I was going to say, of all the teams, when it comes to depth and when it comes to overall, uh, they have a a very good starting rotation. They have a young core. I think the Rays – so, ultimately, I think the Rays will take it. take it, But I don't what think I'm they're saying. getting 100, 100 wins again. So, I think also they're getting, saying. like, mid-90s. But Dude, the one you thing I would five... say... yeah, exactly no. right. So, 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 no, the one thing I would say is, real quick, is that Tor- Toronto, I know last year they had the Cy Young winner and Robbie Ray, and he left for Seattle. But they picked up Kevin oh. Gossman. And their, their young core is fantastic. They picked mm-hmm. up, so the, if you look at their rotation, I, honestly, they're, 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 they're top four Kevin Gossman, Jose Brios, uh, Ryu, they've Alex Manoa, and their fifth is Ross uh, Stripling. So Alex Manoa is their fourth starter, and he was nine and two last year. Yeah, he was
1: pretty good. So, so, one of the
0: best sliders in baseball. Play? Yeah. So what I, the the one point I will make is they have a stacked young team all across the, the infield and outfield. They have a great starting pitching. They have a they have also a a great bullpen. So if anyone is going to come close, I think the Yankees have too many holes. Slash, they have. I don't know if they're a big free to market anymore. I don't think you know I, that's why I, I said Trevor Storrs going there's because he'll sign a short a short deal and uh he'll sign somewhere else but I do I just I don't see the Yankees or the Red Sox doing that again I think they the Blue Jays can only go up that's my take
1: yeah and it's almost always impossible to count out the Rays because they come out with like dude you never heard of who yeah. just start crushing and 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 then you know, they're gone like a season later. They're off on some other team. You know what I mean? The, the Rays are very Marlins of the, the – essentially since their existence, where they'll they'll get really good. The Marlins have won a World Series. really won two. So the, the Marlins get really good. They win a World Series, and then they're just like, take them all. Take everybody. Yeah. Take everybody. Yeah. And then we'll be terrible for 15 years, and that's fine, because then we'll win another World Series, you know? And I think the Rays yeah. are doing the same thing. The Rays built up a World Series team back when they played the Phillies a couple of years ago. Lost. Dumped everybody. Kind of came back two years ago. Uh, made the World Series in, that, in the COVID-shortened year against the Dodgers. Lost. But I think, I think the Rays are just too hard to, keep, to count out and to keep down. I think the Rays are always going to find those guys, those key dudes who always just, like, fill the exact hole that they need you know what I mean? Like the Rays don't have the money to make like a big swing and miss at a free agent, like a Trevor story, right? The Rays will never be able to afford the Trevor story. So you have to fill the positions with guys that do exactly what you need them to do. I think the Rays are really good at that. And I think the Rays and the Jays, hey, Rays and Jays. I think the Jays, Blue Jays are going to finish first. I think the Rays are going to finish second and make a wild card. I think the Yankees finish third, make a wild card. And yeah. then the Red Sox. And then the Orioles about 50 feet down. Yeah. In, in double-A, they'll finish third.
2: Don't get me so, wrong. I, I think the Yankees will still win the division uh, because they are still the Yankees and they're still going to make whatever off-season moves they need to to compete. And they'll do what they need to do with the trade deadline. I hope Toronto. I love the team in Toronto with the core three, Big, Biggio, Bichette, Guerrero, <laughs> they got, they still got Springer. They're great.
1: Oh, no, you just blew my mind. When you said Biggio, I thought you were going to go Berkman and Bagwell, And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what year did I just get teleported back into? Yeah. <laughs> like, you said Biggio, and my mind immediately went, like, wait. Dude, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Are we doing something old school here? I, I missed
3: that. Yeah. No.
2: Biggio, Bichette, Guerrero, uh, Springer. You got they, I, I like the catcher in Danny Jansen. I think he's really good, really under, underrated. He has to been able to stay healthy a lot, but I think if he can put a whole season on the field. Uh, I think he's, he's from gonna, Illinois too. Yeah, he is. He's going to do really well. Um, I do like their, their starters. I love the pickup on Jose Barrios. He's killed the Sox for every year since he's been with yeah. in Minnesota. Uh, good to see him leave. Um <laughs> you know, while really the twins
1: always the twins always get one of those guys that just whips yeah. it yeah. out yeah. against the White Sox. Yeah. T- yeah. T- t- a...
0: well, so, so, the- so Dan, you have you have the Yankees winning and the Rays are in second. They're gonna win a wild card. Who's gonna come in third then?
2: <laughs> It'll be Toronto and then Boston.
0: Okay. So so the one thing I would say, and we even left out uh, on, on all, like the top nine or whatever, oh, I always forget, the all MLB team, I don't even know what they're called, uh, her, so Guriel in left field. We left him out. We just forgot an, uh, uh, an amazing player in left field. T.
1: Oscar. I think his name's T. Oscar. I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it T. Oscar? Yeah, yeah.
0: He yeah,
2: he's great, too. Yeah. Great I'm, I'm not, so, not leaving him out. I just didn't go through their whole li- their whole lineup.
0: Yeah, so that's my point, is that they have so many people you forget. Mm. And they have a great they – have, they, have, they spend their money on pitching – and so if you spend your money in pitching any you of the young talent all around the field, I just I think they they take it not by much, but they take it by like two or three games and uh in the race go far in, in the playoffs, but I think that it's the year that the Jays finally do it. That's all.
1: Yeah, I'm down with that. I mean, I doubt what do you what about you? I know you're a big Orioles fan.
3: Oh yeah, you fun to see the Blue Jays do well? I'll yeah,
1: you they have the worst stadium in Major League Baseball, though.
0: But I they the, but, but oh, they the, do the, have an saying? amazing logo.
1: They have a great logo, dude. Yeah, the the word like with the maple shirt? leaf behind We've the head. All no, no. Yeah, the, the yeah Blue Jays logo is dope. I just I'm gonna say their stadium is trash, almost as so, bad as this one. Yeah, almost, yeah. as bad Coliseum as this one is terrible. <laughs> it's like, hey, let's just build a cement thing. It's just out there and then just put grass block. in it. Yeah, let's like let them let them run around for a little bit. Good. Uh no, yeah. but I think yeah, I think the blue jays are probably going to be my my pick this year. I think, yeah, Jakey, you, you've uh you've converted me. I would, I was gonna say Rays at the beginning but I'm I'm all in on yeah. the Jays. That might actually be the next hat i buy is a, is a dope Jay's hat.
0: Yeah just a big yeah, that'd be a be good hat.
1: I want it to be ninety percent maple. <laughs> Just, just the whole
0: so, thing. So, so, Dallas, you have the Blue Jays as well? Yeah, sure. Just for fun. All yeah, right, so great. we have three Blue Jays, and Dan uh, is going to go with the Yankees making some moves. I think that's a a good bet overall. I think it's interesting no one picked the Rays. But still, I'm well, even... I was going to,
1: I mean, I think, I think they're going to come down. You said about a three game difference. I'm thinking about yeah. a game and a half difference. So I think wow. the rates are a little bit closer All than right. you, but I think it's going to come down to the uh, probably like the last week of the year. I think that's always so much fun though. When you get to that last week of the year and you have to debate, yeah. like, am I going to do September call-ups or am I really going to try to hunker down, get this first spot in the playoffs? You know what I mean? Get some whole field advantage. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think it'll be a fun year, especially for fans of all those teams, except uh, the Orioles. They have another bad year. (laughs) So that kind of wraps up the least talk. So what we'll do is we'll go to our home plate. We'll We'll hit home plate, and this is where we take our weekly Chicago sports team take of the week. And Dan, why don't you start us off? What is your take of the week for a Chica- for a Chicago sports team?
2: Um Hawks look better. They've been playing better after the all-star break. They took four out of six points on the road coming home. to got a nice little home stand here. Uh the next couple of games. So be good to see them start putting some wins together, start getting some momentum.
0: Dallas, yes, what's your take of the week? I'm
3: really hoping to start watching more basketball. I need to – since the Bulls are doing well,
2: you know,
3: It's uh, I feel like it would be, be nice to give it a fair shot again. I love watching – basketball for me is, like, something I love watching in person. I love, like – it's it's fantastic. But, um, like, a lot of people, I would say, make the argument that baseball is boring to watch on TV, but they would love to go to a game. That's what basketball is for me. Like I can watch baseball on TV and in person and I love it, but basketball for me is much more enjoyable in person and I think I'll just start giving it more of a shot via television. Dude, you're yeah. pro-
1: you're probably pretty close to some Pacers games, right? How long is it or how far is it to Indianapolis from what you think?
3: Actually, you guys are closer to Indy than I am. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I but think. I'm not going to go
1: to a Pacers game over a Bulls game. I just <laughs> right. for
3: you. No, um, I think Indianapolis might be five hours for me. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah, you you heard that too. Indian-
2: Indianapolis. Indiana. In All right.
1: So yeah. obviously, I'm watching the Bulls. Duh. Um, yeah. Demar Derozan. He should be getting more MVP MVP love. Genuinely, did you know he's on a six game stretch right now where he's averaging at least 35 points. And shooting like sixty percent from the field or whatever it is. And who was nobody the last in Bulls the history player. of the Bulls outside of Jordan? No, right? no,
0: someone No, not yeah. even Jordan. So no, he did.
1: Okay, okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean I mean think about yeah. rarefied air that DeMar Rosen's playing in right now. He's out playing out of his mind. Um so the Bulls are actually exciting and it's so much fun. And this is without Zach Levine who's hurt, Alonzo Ball's hurt. So once the Bulls get those guys back, I think they're going to get Drogic too. Dragic is uh, he's going to get bought out by the Spurs. And if we can get an experienced point guard, playoffs, or I was going to say a Super Bowl and a World Series, he's got an NBA championship under his belt, playoff experience. I think he's the perfect guy to bring in for a late season addition to help put the Bulls over the top.
0: And actually my take of the week is going to be an odd one. And because there's no pro baseball happening, Jake today, more curling? This, today, this morning, no, not more curling. My take of the week is going to be, this morning, I looked up Chicago College Baseball. Okay. The USC the Flames, their opening game of the year is this Friday. My birthday is this Friday at New Mexico State. Now their first home game home game is gonna be is going to be March 4th. And again, because there's probably not gonna be any Cubs or White Sox, I might go to uh that area and check out that game. Hey, hey my take? I
1: move in like I move into town back on the 11th. So as soon as I'm back up, any games that there's on a Friday or Saturday when I'm off work, I will be there. You and I will go. Phew. Yeah, they are invited as well. If they want to. That'd be a
0: lot of fun. All right. So, so that's actually going to wrap up episode seven of the On a Family Base podcast. Again, my name is Jake. I'm Dan. Dow Benton. And we will be back this time next week. So, join us again and uh and hopefully we'll have some lockout news for you so we'll see guys
1: all
0: the
2: lockout news all the time oh yeah
1: Bye. Bye. bye